Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody, happy Friday. You made it to the end of another week. Thanks so much for hanging out here on My Talk 1071. This is the Donna and Steve Experience. Donna Valentine is on vacation in Nantucket right about now. Aww. Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live joins me today. It's lovely to have you here again, Hi. second day in a row. Thank you for having me. This so is what it fun. would be like if you worked radio. You would you would come here multiple days in a row, but you wouldn't just do two days in a row. You'd do like... Five days in a row. And then you take two days off, and then you come in and do five, five again. Five more? Yep. That's kind of how we do such a sham. It. Yeah. Five awesome. days, then two off, and then five more? What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we call the two days off our weekend. Oh. It's cool. It's like different that. over here in radio, but it's like nice it. to have TV people on the show. We really <laughs> feel like you help elevate the show when these TV people come. Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live, who I guess you snitched on me yesterday. We'll get to that in a second. She is going to be co-hosting uh, the Don and Steve radio show I on Monday. I thought she'd want like, some prep for Monday. You know, we, we TV people, we prep well in advance. I don't know how radio does it. They might prep the night before. However, TV, we're like days in advance. And uh, I thought she'd like to know what went down yesterday and the words that you were throwing out, some shade. I said to her, hey, I was in the Twin Cities Live office. Essentially, where the heck were you? And she said, sorry, I was being interviewed for a magazine (laughs) feature, okay? Oh, what was it? What magazine? I told her, if I find out that it is Southwest Metro Magazine, (laughs) I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) If you've come into my... Territory. I don't think that. But, have you been interviewed for that magazine? Of course, cover story. Uh, then mm, it's, she says, and Kelly told it. me you were bleep talking me nonstop on the radio today. You think she used the word bleep, everyone? She didn't fully curse. She put a word jumble, a letter jumble. It. She put a T, an wow. S, and an H, and an asterisk. Oh, she even threw in the asterisk. Yeah. Asterisk. Asterisk. Great. Um, yeah, <laughs> I did tell her that you may have may have been talking about her. Enneagram type and how much better yours was. (laughs) Well, I mean, listen, that is, don't blame me. Don't get mad at me, Elizabeth. Get mad at your personality and the Enneagram test that essentially says threes are difficult, showy people, and nines are literally angels walking among you. That's what Enneagram says. Anyway, we have all sorts of fun stuff that we're going to get to uh, today. Um, Last night, though, let me start with this. Last night, I watched football. NFL football, that's not what's the story about it, but it was an interesting night in terms of technology and where we are because last night the NFL was only on streaming services, either Amazon Prime or if you subscribe to the NFL Network's new streaming service, which is called NFL Plus, that was your only way to watch the game last Wait, night. You so could not flip channels on who traditional was cable. playing on this Amazon game? It was the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Is, this is like the wave of the future. This is how the people are going to have to access sports? Or are they just trying something? I think both of those are true. I think that they're trying like something this. and probably in 10 years. But you know what? I interact with my television so much now through apps 
And so, for instance, we have YouTube TV. That's how we get our cable. And that's an app on our smart TV, just like Netflix is an app and Amazon Prime. So if you didn't, if you didn't have a smart TV last night, you were out of luck. You were watching it maybe on your phone or on your, your computer. But if you have an app, it's a pretty easy transition. I just clicked over from the YouTube TV app to the Amazon Prime app. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, it was right up there at the top, said, watch the football game right now. What was interesting about it was you had multiple options right there to view. So you click on it, and then it says you can watch the traditional broadcast with Al Michaels, who used to do Sunday Night Football. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. I mean, like one of the greatest, maybe the greatest play-by-play guy for my money at football, for sure, of all time. Just love him. He was there opposite Kirk Herbstreet, who also does college games. I like him. Um, did he go to... Uh, no, okay. he went somewhere else. But you watch Kirk Herbstreet because your husband watches College Game Day. Yes, and I also think he's a great sports broadcaster. He is great. He's great. He's really great. Um, so he and Al Michaels are the new Thursday night football team on Amazon Prime. At our house, we watch some of that. You could also choose the Spanish version, so it was easy to switch over to a different language. And they had these all on nice little tiles right there on Amazon Prime, so you could just choose what you wanted to watch. Or if you had children... You could switch all the way over to the Dude Perfect Thursday Night Football broadcast. What? So, are you familiar with Dude Perfect? I know. At all? Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm a little familiar. We, my kids never really watched that, but I I think I know it because of you. Probably. And I also have a nephew. I feel like he was into it for a short time. Yeah. So these are five guys who have a YouTube channel, YouTube series. Oh, they do like sports stuff. I've seen them on on social shots, media. Yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. And now they do all sorts of things, and they do stadium tours, and they're just and it's it's good, clean, silly, fun. So we watched some of that too, and they were there at their Dude Perfect headquarters. They tried doing a um, a world setting a Guinness World Record at one point. Save this huge facility mm-hmm. that they work in with a basketball court and a hockey rink and a little mini football field and all the fun things that you would ever want out of just a giant play factory. They have it. Um, and they were there. And then you have the game on one screen and then dude perfect on another screen. And they're just, they're watching the game and they're sort of commenting, but it's almost like listening into if you were at their house for just a gathering, Hey, you guys want to come over and watch football tonight? It's what the conversation would be like if you had five best friends all in a room hmm. together. So at times I wanted to hear more of the game. Right. But at other times I was like, oh, this is this is cool, especially if you have youngsters and you want to watch three hours of football. But maybe they're not quite as into it. But if their dude perfect buddies are there, they stay entertained on that side of the screen. You don't miss anything in the game except play by play. So I would toggle back and forth and when it got to a critical point I'd say, let's go over. Let's listen to Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet call the place. You know who probably hates this is Grandpa Steve Hansen, my husband, oh. who if he could, he would own a flip phone for the rest of his life. Yeah. I have talked him into an Android and then for oh. work he has to have an iPhone and it's like it's it's a big deal. Oh no. It's a real contentious issue. Is he issue. on Instagram now? Like, Absolutely not. Okay. His Facebook picture is his football picture from college. I mean, it's oh, like wow. he's not updated that because why would he even get on to update Facebook? It. Yeah. Um, but he is a we can't even we can't even switch to streaming, which I've said, let's let's try it. Let's mm-hmm. try it. Because he it it really irritates him if he has to wait for the circle, like the toggle, like sure. it's thinking situation. Yeah. Like if there's any issue with the internet, he's like, what? He like th- gets so angry with the TV. He likes to turn on the TV, go to the station and watch his football. 
I mean, I was like, can we please get rid of cable? Can well, we I, just do it? I, I will tell him this. YouTube TV, as long as you have good internet, it functions and operates and looks like, like cable. So you can scroll live channels. KSTP, WCCO, CARE 11, you, you get, get your all, locals. Can you get the Big Ten Network? This is the I question. Think that you, I think that you can He's with the He's a huge Penn State package. fan. I'm an Indiana fan. We got to mm-hmm. have the Big Ten Network. Yeah, I think so. I'll look right, into I'll that. Do, but it's, I'll do some research. And you save money. You know, oh it's like 60 gosh. bucks. Also, also, yes, because my husband likes to call our cable company and... Um, Talk them down once a month. It's a whole thing. See, I know most. It's a whole thing. <laughs> he enjoys the he enjoys the uh, game. He's a trained salesman. He yeah. just loves like let's just see if we can work this deal out, guys. Yeah. You threaten that you're going to walk, and they're like, "Hang on, let I us have transfer to go you on to a walk around department. the neighborhood when this happens because I got to like oh, take something." <laughs> God put you two together for a reason <laughs> so that you could learn from each other, balance each other out. That's true. Uh, she is Kelly Hansen from Hi, Twin friends. Cities Live, hanging out all three hours this morning uh we've got some things that make you go huh when we come back we're going to do a slow jam today at 11 30 the slow jam is back we'll play the college pop culture knowledge today at 10 30 um i'll leave you with this working at mcdonald's in denmark very very different than working at mcdonald's here in these united states of america that and some other things that'll make hey welcome back Donna and steve the experience on my talk 1071 kelly hansen in for donna valentine today hi producer mike is over there Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a thing that make you go, huh? Then I've got a chocolate update. Then I've got a mic update. In that order, starting with this. In Denmark, starting pay at McDonald's is about $22 an hour. Wow. And workers get life insurance. Wow. Maternity leave. A pension, and here comes here comes the crotch kick, and six weeks of paid vacation. Hmm. Okay, so in comparison, mm-hmm. do we know what we get here as McDonald's employees? Less. <laughs> okay. No follow-up questions, Kelly. I'm sorry. And by the way, quick, here's a quick little tip for everybody, too. If you hear of what you make an hour, if you're working that full-time, double that number, and that's your salary. That's what you make a year. So twenty-two bucks an hour is forty-four thousand dollars a year, roughly. So you work at McDonald's in Denmark, you get roughly forty-four, forty-five k a year. Life insurance, maternity leave, a pension, six weeks of paid vacation. I didn't even mention the food discounts. Ooh, is it free? You just go get go get a, some fries whenever you want. A Big Mac. I don't think you can just go in Fillet and be like, I work at one of the franchises. Fill me up. Well, no, but Lou just... used to work at Wendy's and would uh, bring home after her shift. This is when we were dating. Bring home like a spicy chicken or a frosty. Yes, queen, <laughs> and oh, her uniform man. smelled of Wendy's. I feel like you, if you work in a fast food restaurant, it just permeates from your pores. Yeah, until you You're do just, a deep scrub. I mean, I think you just live in it, and then when you quit, it goes away. Right? What are you looking for? I'm looking for. Oh, I ate it. I was looking for the <laughs> chocolate for the next story. Great, Kelly. Nice words. I like what you said there. <laughs> We have a limited amount of time. We have three things to get to. Oh, wow. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I just went out and randomly looked in my mailbox. Mm -hmm. And there was a note that said, you can share this too. On it was a blue lint Lindor chocolate ball. It said, you can share this? Thanks for sharing. For those who don't know, 
a week ago, Chocolate Gate took over the Don and Steve experience. Don and I were walking down the hall to go get something. She suddenly had a chocolate in her hand. I said, oh, where'd you get that? She said, I just saw it in somebody's mailbox. And I took it. Wow. Federal. Brazen. Brazen. Criminal. It was Carissa who works at KS95. And I then suddenly became an accessory to the crime. I'm not a victim. But your honor, I'm kind of a victim here. I said, let's find a knife and cut that sun in too and eat it because those chocolate balls are so good. Whoever placed them there for Donna, or excuse me, for Carissa, and then Donna stole and I partook in the stealing. They were listening and they replaced them with the blue chocolate ball, not the red package. Like this is the same person. And I think they had put one in Donna's too. Because I saw the same sticky note. I saw one in your Who bosses. Did it? Amy Daniels. I and saw she was a part of this as well. I mean, she. she Whoever was... did it is the nicest person, and you should find out and buy them like one of those little bags of lint. Because a lint truffle is something very magical. And yeah. I'm sad that you didn't just go halvesies and take oh, a knife and morning, cut it down the middle. Can I say this about the one that I just had? And, and beggars can't be choosers. For some reason, it wasn't in good shape. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Usually, it's creamy on the outside and creamier on the inside. This was weathered on the outside. Maybe it's from yeah. last Christmas. I think it was tainted. Maybe the, the person's upset. The thought crossed my Maybe mind. Maybe it's poisoned? <laughs> it was tainted. I don't know. Do you think I make it to the end of this show? I sure hope so, because I don't know what buttons to push, and Mike, I can't even see your face. Oh, my my voice starts to start to sound weird. <laughs> That's Chocolate Gate update. Now... We go to Whistlegate. Oh, yes. Mike's 36 and can't whistle. Never. I know another Mike who's like 36, can't whistle. Both of you in the same building. Mm -hmm. Both of you have beards. Mm. Both of you are producers. Wow. Mm -hmm. And both of you are struggling with hair loss in your own way. (laughs) (laughs) I got this email yesterday. Hey, guys. So regarding us trying to teach him how to whistle live on the air. Maybe Mike is blowing too hard. Mm. The previous emailer, someone had emailed yesterday with some tactics, yep. techniques as to how to do it. She said, I think he does need to focus on his... This is a real email that I got. Someone sat down and wrote this out. I think he does need to focus on his tongue being against... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. His bottom teeth okay. and then puckering his lips like an exaggerated kiss. Then caps lock lightly blow like he's lightly blowing a dandelion puff. Once he gets a tiny sound, a dandelion. he'll be able to feel the correct positioning, and then he can adjust his... That was, that was me. Oh, Kelly. darn it. Kelly. I thought that was me. I literally <laughs> thought that was me. <laughs> Kelly! <laughs> just shattered my dreams. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. I can't hear. Hang oh, on. Let me get like to my... like a child, and then mom's behind him whistling. Let me get to my screen where I can see you. Okay, now Kelly. I can see your face. I was face. executing everything she said so perfectly, and then oh, all of a sudden boy. I heard noise. And I'm the, sorry. I thought it was it. I, I don't look at my 
practicing. I was practicing. All right, my lips are sealed. Okay. Oh. Go. Get get in position. Wow. Then lightly blow. It says like he's lightly blowing a dandelion puff. Once he gets a tiny sound, he'll be able to feel the correct position, and then he can adjust his tongue, lips, and breath to make it a full whistle. Krista signs off by saying, I am so invested in this mission now. We must get Mike to whistle. The saga continues. So it's tongue behind the bottom teeth. It's puckered lips. But then I think the mistake, Mike, is you do that and then you go. And it's just where it's got to be a much. Mm -hmm. Mike, get your your mouth in position again. I I have a. I have a thought. Okay. Okay, That looks better. I think Mm -hmm. his lips need to start a little wider and then go into a pucker. You looking at Kelly? Okay, I see it. Okay. We look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Don't cool. do anything weird with your... Just mm-hmm. relax your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mike, try to blow right, air out it. softly. Three, two, one. So look how your lips... Yeah. Mike, yeah, Mike look at me. Yep. Look at me. Your lips up. are going... Yes. At the end. We want them to stay circular. We're going to work on Let's this. take this call. Cold on the air. Mike. Oh, gotcha. Do the, oh, wow, crap. We've got 30 seconds. Who cares? Take it anyway. Uh, hi there. You just... Oh, oh son of a no. biscuit. Is that the right... They always do the it right to one? us. Okay. That was him. Right yeah. All right. Um, we'll work on this, though. It'd be yeah. so cool if we could get... Before before Rocco comes back, Yeah, it'd be so great to when get you Rocco the whistle. Back? I think on Tuesday. Monday. I think he's back. Monday, the weekend, Monday. Oh, okay. buddy. All right. Fine. Oh, well. But, yeah. How about by the end of the show, Mike? Wouldn't that be nice? We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Don't you want to go over there and just kind of manipulate his mouth and say, you can do this. I'll be right over, Mike. Um, Hey, Kelly's an avid reader. She brags about it all the time on Instagram. And so uh, there's big new Kindle news. And then we want to find out from Kelly. What has she been reading? What has she been loving? Have you read a book that you absolutely love? If so, you can call us. 651-641-1071. A little book talk coming up next on my talk. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve, the experience on my talk 1071. Don't forget, you can stream us live anytime you want. Listen anywhere you want. You can do that on the app or at mytalk1071.com. You may as well do the app if you haven't downloaded it already. May as well. It's what all the cool kids are doing. Right, Kelly? Peer pressure. Do it. Um, do it, do it. Kelly Hansen, who you hear. What's up? Longtime reporter for Twin Cities Live. She has been on a reading tear kind of these last couple of years. Yeah, 2021, you know, coming out of a terrible 2020, I was like, I have Mm -hmm. to do something. I need like a thing. Yeah. And I wasn't into the baking the bread. I know how to crochet. And I was like, okay, I've accomplished that. I want to read more. I want to get off of my phone really was the catalyst. I want to get off of my phone and Pick up a book. And so in 2021, I decided I'm going to read a book a month. And I made that kind of my resolution. I hate I hate making resolutions. I think you should just like, because you just are set yourself up for failure. I feel like here's what I'm going to do. This is what my wife feels. Yeah. Too. So I just said, I'm just going to, I'm going to try to read a book a month. And I did. I read 12 books in 2021. So then I know that if you're a, if you're a big time reader, I have friends that can read. I have a friend She's a teacher, and she read 30 books this summer. Wow. This summer. Wow. That takes discipline and speed. Yeah. I also like speed, I think, is the key, because I sit down and I get distracted by something I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, 2021, I read a book a month, and I posted about it every month, and people that follow me on Instagram really interacted with me about it yeah. books i think bring people together I agree. and so then 2022 i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna do 15 
um, in this year, and I'm already on book 16. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, so my goodness. I, so let me ask, um, and if you have a favorite book that you want to share, you can call us, 651-641-1071. Book Talk. To this point this year, almost through September, kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you said you've read 16. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm starting my 16. So I have the Goodreads app. If you're a reader, you probably already know about the Goodreads app, but it tracks you just type in what you're reading, and it tracks what you're reading, what you want to read, what other people are reading. You can follow okay. people on this app. Um, so yeah, I think I've got, uh, yeah, I think I've got 15 down, and I'm on my 16th. Before I get what your favorite is, do you read physical books or do you read Kindle books? So I go back and forth. Okay. I like the physical book, but I read a lot at night when my husband's sleeping. Sure. It's like my way of like unplugging a little bit and I get tired. Yeah. Um, so I do like the Kindle for that reason a lot. Uh, if I read outside, the Kindle's great too because there's no glare. And um, But I do like the physical. I do like, so I go back and forth a lot. This book I'm, I just finished two nights ago was on my Kindle. Okay, so it's interesting. I, I swore off. I, okay, I never used a Kindle. We had a Kindle. I think Lou used it. And then I downloaded the Kindle app on my phone. And the problem with that and why I really grew to hate it was I didn't like that I was using the same device that I use for Instagram, for work, email, for FaceTime. Because you used your phone for the app. Because I was using the app. And the screen seemed kind of big enough. But then I also thought, you know, I like... I like the feel of a book in my hands, mm-hmm. and I like the smell of the pages. I mm-hmm. like that, so I was like, I will intentionally go back to that. That being said, can we say something about books? Books kind of are uncomfortable to hold, right? You have to like prop open the pages, right? right. So your thumb's got to pull back the page, and so there's <laughs> like just and if you're reading there for thirty minutes or an hour, you're like, okay, I think I have like tendonitis now. What's going on? <laughs> my point is, with this new. Amazon Kindle that is out now for pre-order. Apparently got a much-needed upgrade. People are excited about it. Uh, only 99 bucks. I could maybe switch over to that because I do, if it's just a dedicated reading device, don't give me internet access on it, just this is where your mm-hmm. books are. You do save money on every Kindle edition book that you buy. They're always, they seem to always be cheaper than certainly a hardcover and even a soft. Well, and Amazon has a first read so every month, if you sign up for this mm-hmm. on Amazon, I think if you're a Prime member, um, you can sign up real easily. Just go to your Prime account and look up First Reads on Amazon. Okay. And then you can pick from a whole bunch of different free books. So that's how I find a few of my books. They're not always like the real, real popular ones everyone's talking about. But I judge a book by its cover mm. always and mm-hmm. everything I do in my oh, life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I gravitate towards like really beautiful covers i also am influenced a ton by what people are reading sure so i wonder if you will be influenced by this caller who called in to talk about uh her favorite book no lie her name kelly hansen get out of town i've only met one other one spelled different though that's okay it's a y and an e okay still you are the kelly yours is an i right it is with an I. Good. good oh boy, job. you guys Thank know each you. other's spelling. Um, you're the homonym of each other. This is so exciting, <laughs> Kelly Hansen. Uh, where are you calling from? Elk River. Oh, shout it out! This is very exciting. You see many elk up there? 
You ever see oh, any elk? Sorry, you're cutting out. Oh, you're cutting out. You ever see any uh, elk in Elk River? Have there ever been sighted? Uh, no, other than the statue in front of the high school. Okay, That's well. It. We'll let, yeah. we'll let that slide. So you are another Kelly Hansen. You also yeah. have read some things this year. Favorite book. What's the book that you're telling friends and family about? Okay. I, I'm not a reader, and I, like Kelly, wanted to start reading again. So my mom gave me a book. It's called 90 Minutes in Heaven. Okay. It's a true story about a man who died and went to heaven for 90 minutes. And then he came. He was resuscitated and came back to life and was able to talk about his um was this life a movie? Was this afterlife experience was this Just, also a movie I, it was it was i think a long time ago and i think the book is kind of old but um that's okay it's it is amazing i mean i i i'm only about a quarter of my way through it but gets in the details about who he, he first saw his grandpa and mm. just it's yeah I highly isn't recommend it. it. Isn't 90 it wonderful? Minutes in Heaven by Don Piper, P-I-P-E-R. Isn't okay. it wonderful when you read a book and you just want to talk about it? It's like mm-hmm. it opens up yeah. your brain in a whole new way. And I yep. feel like reading, it doesn't matter what you're reading. If you're into it, you're learning something. Maybe mm-hmm. you're learning something about yourself. Right. Um, but I just... Books connect us. I just love reading. Kelly Hansen, thank you so much for the call from Elk Kelly River. Kelly Hansen, so nice to meet another hey, Kelly Hansen. Nice to talk to you guys. Have a good weekend. Oh, yeah. You too. You too. Those Kelly Hansons are so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a book that I read years ago called Unbroken by Laura Hildebrand, something like that. Anyway, um, that was one of the books that I could not, as you say, it brings people together. I was reading it. Lou was not. There was hardly a morning that would go by where... I would wake up and I would say, you won't believe what happened last night in this story. And this is a true story Hmm. um, of a guy who was like an Olympic level athlete and then became a prisoner of war. Wow. And went through unbelievable stuff. And it was just, you just couldn't believe his story. And he just died a few years ago within the last few years. But that, if you haven't read that book, it's called Unbroken. Okay. Angelina Jolie did a movie on it as well. I I think I've heard from some folks who have, I haven't seen that movie, but folks who have read the book and seen the movie as often is the critique is like, oh my gosh, read the book. Unbroken. Okay, I'm going to put it on my list. Do you want to hear? What's the top of your things? list from what you've read well, this year? I just, I'll just tell you what I just finished reading a couple nights ago. It's called After I Do, which is by Taylor Jenkins Reid. She also wrote a favorite of mine, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh, so that okay. was, that's been very, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo a lot of people know about that book, but she is a great writer. And After I Do, which I just finished, is about a couple who meets in college, fall in love. They do the whole like we get married, we, you know, we start our lives together. And they realize after six, seven years that maybe this isn't what they want. And so they decide to separate for a full year, have no contact for a full year. Whoa. They're able to be with other people. They're able to live their lives lives as if they've never met. And um, the end was a little surprising, uh, but I just, it kind of, you start to think about your own relationships when you read books like this that tackle relationships. And, and what if we didn't, we weren't married and what would that look like? And what would become important to us? What would we miss? So uh, I really actually mm. enjoyed that book because it got you thinking. Um, also, I just finished the book called, it's called The Woman with Two Shadows. It's by Sarah James. And it is about 
um, two twin sisters, and one goes off to help in the war, World War II in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, is where they Mm. uh, studied and created, I believe, nuclear weapons. Um, And so they needed civilians to come and work on machines, test numbers. I think there was even like some shady things that were happening on humans there. Um, but yeah. it's, it's, Drink uh, this. it's, we'll come back later exactly. to see if you've grown a third arm. It's based on true events. It's not based on a true story, but, uh, one twin goes down to help in the war effort. One is a physicist. Mm. The sister that helps in the war effort disappears. And the physicist sister goes to Oak Ridge, Tennessee, pretends to be her sister to try and find her. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's an interesting story. My sister actually lives in Tennessee and her first job was in Oak Ridge. Oh. So I knew of the town. I knew of its history with nuclear weapons and, and the war effort. It's a true story? It's based on ba- true events. Ba- so okay. the Oak Ridge, Tennessee events, all of these things um, happened. The sister deal, I think it's, it is, um, those are not true events. But it's just a really, a great story. Also, a book called She's Up to No Good. And I love a rom-com, and so I kind of mm-hmm. tend to go towards this. Those, this is not that, which kind of surprised me. She's up to no good. Is about a woman who uh, gets divorced, and her grandmother said, "Let's go on a road trip." Mm. So her and her grandma go on a road trip back to her where her grandmother grew up, and the whole drive, she learns about her grandmother's first love, which was not her grandpa. Oh. And this grandmother is just fun. And the things she says and the, the stuff she tells her granddaughter that you're like, ooh, that's her grandma telling her that. I mean, oh. it's really funny. And it was a quick read. Um, but yeah, I, I read all kinds of books. I'm kind of looking for a good memoir. Ooh. I've not read one of those. Oh, okay. Um, so you if one. you have any ideas, yeah. I'll give you one. I don't know if you'll like it. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if this guy is your cup of tea or not. Um, but Martin Short who I think is so funny and it's in only murders in the building. And if you don't watch it, you should watch it. Uh, He has a book called, I must say Mm. my life as a humble comedy legend, which is such a funny title, but it's great. If you enjoy Hollywood stories, sort of inside stories, um, that's good. We thought the the Katie Couric book we found very, uh, you you should read that. that. Yeah. That's a, that's a really fun read. It's a quick read. Um, Not nearly as salacious as some of the early excerpts, made it out to be um so i really like the uh going there going there Mm -hmm. with katie kirk yeah Mm -hmm. i thought that was a really interesting read particularly if you like behind the scenes of television stories and then you know pastor patterson i'll even throw this one in i one of my favorite books that i've ever read on the topic of faith is called reason for god belief in an age of skepticism Mm -hmm. so for like the seeker and the person who's like i don't know is there a thing and is it not it sort of engages your intellect in big questions about Faith, where it goes from feeling so much like, uh, all right, kind of a hope and a prayer to how we, how do you reason through? What's What sort of evidences are out there? It's an interesting, intellectually challenging book. That's by um, Tim Keller, who is a, a pastor See, in New York City. Here's what books do. They create conversation. They, they, be, they create, they, they fill space. If yeah. you're like, what do we want to talk about? We want to talk about what we're reading. Yeah. If you um, follow me on Instagram, it's at Kelly TCL. Kelly TCL. <laughs> At Kelly TCL. Um, I've got a highlight there with all the books I've read this year. I'm on book. I'm starting book 17. 17. Super pumped. Kelly Hanson. Um, so I, uh, yeah, you can you can see what I've been reading. And please let me know what you're reading. I always 
I love talking about this. Again, it's Kelly TCL. Kelly with an I. Follow her. When we come back, it'll be time for If You See Something, Say Something. Uh, Kelly saw something that a YouTuber did to her daughter, <laughs> which she won't. Welcome back. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Kelly Hansen is in for a vacationing Donna Valentine today. Good morning. Producer Mike is here. And a quick reminder to anyone listening in our building, I think we have like 500 people that work in this building. That's what I heard once. Really? You think that's true? There are people in this building I see, and I'm like, where did you come from? There's so many little holes in random rooms. We saw an open door. Never, Never seen, seen there inside there today. And it it was a power room full of cords and a lot power. Of, a lot of hanging cables. Mm-hmm. You don't but a quick reminder for anybody listening those. in the uh, building, today is Time Card Friday. Oh. And hopefully... Uh, Oh, you know, yesterday we forgot to call down to the cafeteria yeah. to find out what's the soup. Well, and today we have a special guest coming in at 1145, someone who's, uh, it's going to be their last day on Twin Cities Live today. So we'll have a guest at 1145. So I think it would be rude to interrupt that with a call down to the cafeteria. Maybe we'll have to do it maybe after the slow jam. Yeah, Sounds good. but we need to, I need to know what the soup is. I brought soup, but I still probably would buy the soup downstairs if it was decent. And we heard that yesterday there was a soup that was like a like a It's called Baja Beef. I ate it and it was glorious. I heard it was great. Put sour cream, cilantro, cheese. They had toppings for the soup. That's when you know you've peaked yes. with your soup lunch. When you can put a topping on your soup. The pregnant pause worked there. Thank you. I forgot the word. But it added tension. Did it? Kind of. Let's great. do this now. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Sometimes celebrities name their babies strange things. And it is our job as less rich common people... (laughs) To judge those names. It gives All us right. a sense of power. Mm-hmm. With that, Kelly Hansen found a uh, YouTuber who's out there, so I'm sure a celebrity in her own right, who w- welcomed a, a baby girl into the world. She's got like 5 million subscribers. Ooh, that's yeah. a lot. Um, her name is Trisha Paytas. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's P-A-Y-T-A-S. I feel like that's good. I feel good about Pattis, it. Paytas. So she's a YouTuber, a TikToker. Uh, she's being called an all-around internet influencer. Apparently, she's got a big personality. She was pregnant. Now she's not because she had her baby. So she just announced the birth of her first daughter on the social media. And she named her baby Malibu Barbie Paytas Hackman. Paytas Hackman is a hyphenated last name. So the child's first name is Malibu. The child's middle name is Barbie. Really? Yes. Is this okay? You know, I will say this. As a first, as a standalone first name, Malibu, that's kind of cool. Call her Mal. Yeah. Cute. I kind of like it. Even Malibu. Hi, I'm Malibu. It's like memorable and all that. My first thought is, do your parents like Rum. Yeah, Malibu rum, right? Or California. You're naming all the Malibus right now. I like your frame of thinking. But it's when you throw in the Barbie. Now, in their defense, you know, you don't hear people's middle names often. 
Only generally only when asked. But she's gonna have to write it on forms, on ten ninety nines, on W twos. She's gonna have to tell it's people. It's gonna be on her driver's license. It's gonna be on her driver's license. I always think of a name. Right. I always think of a name like a kindergarten name, and then thinking about when I'm applying for that corporate job name. Mm. How will that transition? Right. Yeah. Listen, not everyone loves the names I picked for my girls, and that's fine. Oh, have you heard from people who say that they don't? Oh, I'm sure. Like it? I'm sure. Do you want to say name, your girls' names? Yeah, my oldest is Paige. That's pretty standard. Yeah. My youngest is Quinn, and it's a female. There are a lot of boy Quins. She often oh, sure. gets when if I call somebody and I mention her name, they automatically say he, which is fine. Yeah. Kelly's an interchangeable male and female name. I know a male Kelly, that. and you're a girl Kelly. Right, exactly. But I I thought about when I was thinking of names, like a strong name mm-hmm. and one that they could be an adult with. Yeah. I don't know. Malibu, sure. But if you do say her full name, that's tricky. I thought, uh, well, two things. We have a our fourth child. His name is Dev, D-E-V. And everyone always says, oh, and what is that short for Devin? Devin. Oh, or is sure. it Devlin? Is it like an Irish thing? And uh, And we just stuck with Dev. And so his name is the nickname, but we get a lot of questions about that. And uh, and then with our other kids, I like the name Peyton. I like the name uh, uh, Parker. You know, like a bunch of these names you hear that start with a P. Mm-hmm. And never went with any of them because I always thought our last name is Patterson. And I wanted to f- shy away from the nickname PP, <laughs> which I thought they would get. So you're thinking of corporate jobs. I'm thinking what won't other kids make fun of. Sure. Hey, here yeah, comes Peepee. You know, Paige, Paige is... Her, she's Paige Janine. Janine is my grandmother's name. We were very close. So I wanted to name her in honor of her, memory of her. Mm-hmm. PJ was a thought that I had. And we've we've attempted. PJ, she does not like that. Oh, really? I think that's cute. PJ. PJ sounds like a more of a boy name. But it's I think it's cute for, like, she's athletic. She plays volleyball. Yeah. She's sporty. You wouldn't catch her in a dress at all um but we do we do call her pagey she has been known to be called pagey pooper okay (laughs) that one she'll probably want you to retire at some point we do adeline jane we do aj she likes aj cute yeah addy cat too i don't know that was just an early nickname i don't know why we quinn is quinny a lot i did have and i do love uh her name i'll just say it her name's carrie she was an old photographer at twin cities live Good friend of mine. When I was pregnant with Quinn, I mentioned I'm going to name her Quinn. She told me how she felt, and it was not pleasant. Really? He's like, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> you got to love people in your life, though, who just I was like, well, hit you right between the eyes. Kid, so. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. And you know what? For every uh, one who actually says it to you, eight more will just never tell you that they hate the name. <laughs> right. Hey, when we come back, we got a little music news. 20 hit songs that maybe we're tired of. We're going to play... Skip it, listen, or jam out next.